Hello, and welcome to Lift, a parenting podcast where we ask the questions about family and faith. Parenting takes a lot of heavy lifting, both in physical, emotional, and spiritual ways. Let's face it, raising a family is hard work. Some of us are doing it as a single parent. Some of us are working with a spouse. But all of us have questions every day. Are we screwing up our kids, our marriage, our relationships? This podcast will ask questions that can guide us to finding a rhythm and creating a space for God in our home. This season, we are going to be talking about my upcoming book called Parenting with Perspective. And each week, we're going to be diving into a chapter a little bit, and I'm asking different guests, mostly that have never been on the podcast, and also who are not a part of the book, to help just bring another perspective when it comes to parenting. I want to give a little segue into how the book is divided. So it has three sections. And the first part of the book is talking about you as a parent. So there's three chapters on that. The second part of the book is talking about who your kids are. And the third part of the book is talking about how you work together. So today we're going to be talking about chapter two, that you can learn and grow with your children. I've asked Kay Richardson to come in today. Kay may or may not know this, but I've always looked up to her since I started here on staff. She's raised three children um, who have turned out to be quite amazing humans, and I also get to see her interact with her grandchildren. But I get to hear her stories. I've always loved interacting with people who are just a step ahead of me in life. So will you introduce yourself today? Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Kim. My name is Kay Richardson, and I have been on staff here at St. Andrew for 16 years now and was a longtime volunteer for many years before that. Our children and, uh, and my husband and I, we really all grew up here at the church. Um, before being on staff here, I was a community volunteer as well as being a longtime mortgage banker. There you go. So you went from mortgage banking to church world. <laughs> a little different. Yeah, a little different. And yet probably very similar in some ways, too. In some ways, yes. <laughs> so you have three grown children, correct? Yes. I have a daughter and two sons. All right. And then I always love your son's stories because they just let me know that one day they will leave my house and buy their own food, right? They eventually grow up. <laughs> so, okay. In chapter two, we're talking about you can learn and grow with your children. Um, I asked you again, because from afar and in our conversations together, I've always just enjoyed hearing your perspective of parenting, that we can get through this together. Um, and you also always have a smile when you talk about it, even the hard stuff. So I'd, I just want to start with this question that I feel like, especially in this day and age with Instagram and Facebook, we just compare ourselves to others. All the time. And in the beginning of this chapter, I talk about knowing who you are as a parent. But in this section, we're talking about how you can learn and grow from with your kids. So how do you stop the comparison game when you're doing life at the football stadiums or at, you know, the rec centers, whatever? How do you stop that comparison process? It was a journey for me, honestly. Um, having three children that were only three and a half years in difference <laughs> age-wise um, was always fun and challenging at the same time. 
But um, I think in the community that we grew up in, um, it was easy to get caught up in the glitz and glamour of just about everything. The cars that people drove, the clothes that they wore, mm-hmm. um, the places that they chose to attend schools or even um, their activities on vacations. Right. And for a while, I have to admit, it bothered me. And I was like, oh, gosh, they're just doing all these wonderful things and have these great lives. And here we are at home with these three children. And I realized um, that's exactly where I wanted to be, Mm. was at home with three children. And I had to get to a place where I was happy in myself, just being me. And then I had to find um, helpful ways to educate my children in that process that I wanted them to be happy with who they were and not compare themselves to others. And um, that that's a that's a process yeah. through life Every- with um, with children and especially as you hit the teen years. And um, <laughs> I'm happy to say now that all three pretty are happy with who they are as adults and where they are in life. Yeah. And it probably started with that constant that reminder of you be you, you do you. Um, in the podcast earlier, Holly talked about um, how different each one of her children were, right? And like you expect that they grow up in the same house, and but they're just, every personality is so unique and so different that doesn't make it so much easier to parent, but it does make it more exciting and, I don't know, more fun in a way. I can certainly appreciate your background as a classroom teacher, Kim. Yeah. And that you had so many children in your classroom and so many different styles of learning. And as a parent, I had to learn that with my own three children. Mm -hmm. Even though they have the same mother, the same father, they are three very distinct individuals with three very distinct learning styles Mm -hmm. um, and listening styles. (laughs) Uh, I had a child that um, used to find a way to negotiate a yes for every time I said no. Now, I could tell you that he's extremely successful in sales now. (laughs) So I feel like I had a little um, help in getting him there. But, um, you know, he also knew that at some point on certain things, I would say, no, it's no this time and it's going to be no a hundred times from now. And he began to learn that I really meant that. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas another one of my children, I could say no to, and that was it. We were done discussing it. So um, for me, it was um, interesting to get myself to that point to learning their styles. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you don't get there right away when they are born. You don't know what that is. So right. it's a it's a learning process for a parent, I believe. Um, and if you can get there, I think it will help you uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, not just be pulling your hair out. Yeah. So what's something you feel like you learned about yourself? being a parent versus, you know, you said you worked in banking before and you've worked at the church and you've been a, you know, volunteer in the city, all of those things. I'm sure you learned things about yourself in parenting. What's something that maybe surprised you about yourself? I think the biggest thing is I had to learn patience. (laughs) I, I sometimes still to this day, don't have a lot of patience (laughs) with some things and some people, but it did. um, I, I, through the years, I realized I had to just stop and sit down with a child that was having an issue with something and put myself in their place Mm -hmm. 
and really dive deep into whatever might be bothering them. Mm-hmm. Um, or even now as a grandmother um, with a six-year-old um, who has more questions than I can even remember, uh, I, I just answer him. I don't talk in baby talk or talk down to him at all. I don't really change the language that I use when I'm speaking with him. I just, we just have conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's learning from that. Right. right. Instead of just saying, who put that hole in the ground? Um, my husband used to laugh at me and he would give a name. Oh, Bob did that. <laughs> and I would go into great detail. Well, there was this truck that came along and it had this post hole digger and we would go into all those details. Yeah. And, um, so we all have our different styles. Right. Absolutely. OK, let me ask you this. This is off topic a little bit. But as a grandmother, do you have sugar cereal versus when they were a kid? I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do. Man, yeah. I, that's going to be a fun stage. Yeah. Fruit Loops is in our uh, pantry. Oh, my gosh. And I would never have had it as a mother. <laughs> the first time I took my boys over to my parents' house when they were at age to eat that kind of stuff, I remember looking at, the, and they had Fruit Loops, and I always wanted Fruit Loops growing up. Okay. Well, I'll get there eventually. Sure. Um, so as we are learning and growing with our children, I think it's important to know who we're talking to both personality-wise and life stage-wise. So, for example, there was a time where my kid was at a birthday party. He was having time of his life. Ice cream fell. He started crying. Got him new ice cream. He was happy again. I had to recognize as a parent two things. That's my son's personality. He's very regimented still to this day. And at that stage he was at, really, he could only feel one emotion at a time. So knowing that as a parent helped me. Are there times that you can remember or stories you want to share about either being a parent or a grandparent about knowing who you were talking to? Yes. I think with one of my children, I always had to give them a heads up on what's coming next. Mm. And that's how they were able to really adjust from doing whatever it was at the time, maybe playing Nintendo, just mm-hmm. saying, okay, we've got 10 more minutes until it's time to get ready for your bath. Yeah. And then I would do a countdown, five minutes. And Mm -hmm. then I would say, okay, now here it is. And if I forgot to do that, boy, did I pay the price because I hadn't given him the structure around in his own mind, kind of winding down that activity he was involved in. And we're going to change now and go do something else. Because sometimes in a child's mind, they don't understand that. Right. Right. And so giving that little bit of heads up, here's what's Mm -hmm. coming. And I see my daughter doing that now with um, her oldest son and giving, uh, she'll use her phone and do the stopwatch Oh, and say, this is how long we have until whatever the event is that's coming up. And that works really well for him. So it's just a modern day version. Yeah, I love that. Well, but I think it's also, you said it doesn't, you know, like kids need that. I'll tell you, if you come into my office sometimes when I'm in the middle of something, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm focused on this. I think just in general, that's a good reminder that all of us like to know what we're doing. We like to know what's coming up next and, you know, all those different kinds sure. of that's aspects. That's why we look at our phone oh, with all gosh. of our appointments to know what's coming up in any given day. And, right. Um, children don't really have that. Mm-hmm. So by just giving them a little heads up, I think it's really helpful. I 100% agree with that. So in my life, I have, um, you talked about being patient with your kids, and that was something that you learned that you had in you that maybe you didn't know was there. I was actually the opposite. 
in our marriage, right, I'm the teacher who became a preacher. So on paper, it would look like that I'm the one with all the patience. But I think, especially when I was a classroom teacher, by the time I got home, I was done. And like watching my husband have this patience with them was such a good balance, you know, and again, recognizing who you are and what you want to do. So like in this chapter, we talk about both not comparing yourself to others, knowing who you are as a parent, and we kind of get into knowing who your parents, I mean, who your kids are. But what do you think you learned the most from being a parent that maybe you didn't learn in the banking world or in the church world? What's one thing that you learned that you're you're glad you were a part of that? Joy. Mm-hmm. Just the pure joy of being a mother to three amazing children who are now three amazing adults and getting to sit back and watch them in their lives. And two of my three children have children of their own now mm-hmm. and getting to watch them parent. And boy, you talk about joy. That is just the very best. The very best. I think I need to hear that sometimes because I'm still in the throes of it. And I think a lot, especially those toddler kiddos and parents, we forget sometimes the joy that can be in the madness. Right. Um, One of our family jokes is our youngest spilt milk. And of course, we took a picture of them because that's the kind of parents we are. And he's sitting there in the kitchen crying over spilled milk. And it's something we laugh about today. In that moment, though, (laughs) I don't know if I saw the joy, but I do think it's important to recognize that there is joy in all of the crazy of parenting and of, okay, I'm going to stop. There is. It is. It's a joyful time. Depending upon what stage you're in, it can be feel like a crazy time. Mm -hmm. But you'll look back one day and think, oh my gosh, that was the best years. Yeah. When we were running off and going to carnivals or as I got older, as we were going to ball games, mm-hmm. um, we had three kids in three sports at three times and we would always have to find an extra um, family to send one off with or, um, you know, going to football games um, and seeing our friends in the stands and uh, some of our best friends were our children's friends and are to this day. Yeah. Um, we have our our children have friends that they made their first day of kindergarten, literally. Wow. Um, and many of their parents are still our good friends. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's joyful. Yeah. So um, it, and also, I would say sometimes when you just feel like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Just know this too shall pass. Yeah. I love that. You know, I think Holly said that, too. It's going to be a theme in this because this whole book's about changing your perspective when you need it the most, right? Um, And this section is talking about learning and growing with your kids. And one thing that you and I connect with that I didn't put in the notes is sports and our boys. So I grew up in a family with a sister and we were very musically based and we didn't play much sports. And I have had the joy, I'll say, of learning and growing with my kids into the joy of what sports can do in their lives and the rhythm of sports in their lives. And you taught me about that when I first started here. You're like, give it some time and you're going to know all these plays. And here I am now, varsity team mom, and um, knowing the difference between O-line and D-line and all the things. But I wouldn't have done that without these boys as a part of my rhythm 
and joy. Yeah. And so it's become a part of your life as mm-hmm. well as their life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was referring to a minute ago is that you'll miss those crazy, busy times and super scheduled. Um, but I would just say enjoy every moment of it um, because your being there and being present for your children yeah. is just so valuable to them. You'll you'll never know. Um, but you know, you don't want to be that parent that's never there and their child is looking for them. Right. So I would say, if at all possible, as parents show up, be there for your kids because it means the world to them. You know, okay, I want to, yeah, showing up is really just half the battle. Yes. It really is. If you're just there and you have a smile on your face, I was reading something the other day and it was about being in the throes of summer, right? So you're home with your kids they're bored or, you know, whatever. And it said, okay, you're in July. Try this with your kids. When they walk in the room, look at them and smile. And I thought, God, I could still do that today as the teenage mom that I am. Yes. <laughs> you know, when they walk in the room, just look at them and smile and know that they, they bring joy to our lives and they bring joy to our family. Well, I have two things that I'm going to do to close. I'm going to close with the prayer that's at the end of each chapter. So my friends wrote prayers for this book, but I always ask this question of a podcast guest. If you could pick one person, so either a parent or a child, so you have to pick an age group, what's one thing you wish they knew about this topic, about learning and growing as a family? I think I would take the parent perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone that grew up as an only child <laughs> um, and wanted siblings. Mm -hmm. Of course, you always want what you don't have, right? If you had a lot of children, they probably didn't want but one child. Um, But I wanted more children. And um, I just, again, go back to that word joy. Um, And it was crazy and it was busy and it was sometimes physically exhausting when they were younger. And when they got older, it was emotionally exhausting. Mm -hmm. But I literally wouldn't trade a minute of it for the world. Because just the overall experience of taking these babies and watching them grow up into these accomplished adults is just the best feeling. And I would say as a parent, just relish whatever stage you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it each gets better, but it's different. Right. Um, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the same all the time. Um, and just be there for your children and know that. No matter what happens, that they know they can always come to you. And you're not going to judge them. You're not going to, um, and, and certain times, especially as teenagers, you have to say to yourself, boy, I wish they weren't doing that. But if they know they can call you, right? if they feel like they're in a situation where they shouldn't be, that's a great feeling for that child to know that mom or dad are going to be there for me and they're going to help me and they've got my back. Do you see that now as adults that because you had that relationship that you see that that continues now? Yes. Um, All three of our adult children will both call from time to time and talk to my husband about um, life events going on in their own families, Mm -hmm. um, whether that be with their children or with their careers or with their relationships. Right. Um, and they know that we're still here for them and we'll be non-judgmental and li- be a listening ear. Yeah. That's really important to listen uh, and not just talk 
with your children as mm-hmm. they're growing up, but really let you hear them mm-hmm. and they know you hear them. Um, so, yes, I would say that that will continue um, the rest of my life. Yeah, I love that. I love I love hearing that, especially as I'm in this like senior year phase. I'm getting all sentimental, but just knowing that what we've instilled as a family will look different and feel different, but still be present with each other. Absolutely. And what you said earlier is very true to find a friend that has children a little older than you Mm -hmm. and someone that you admire and look up to Mm -hmm. and and maybe just have coffee with them from time to time. I have a dear friend, Jeannie, who was Mm -hmm. that person for me. And um, it, it was so helpful. Um, to be able to reach out and, and visit with someone and go, is this normal? Right. And she could say, absolutely. That's just <laughs> part of, you know, having boys. Don't worry about it. And not having brothers, I didn't know. Right. And so that was, for me, awesome to have someone that I could turn to that was, you know, that step mm-hmm. ahead of me with um, her her kids. And so, you know, girlfriends are, yeah. is a great thing. And if you're a dad, find those dad friends as well um, that you can reach out to because having friends to talk to about life right is an awesome thing well that's part of learning and growing exactly and doing it together exactly. so well thank you so much um how i'm going to end all these podcasts at the end of each chapter um one of my friends wrote a prayer and today is from reverend sandy hurd and hear her prayer that she wrote about this loving god I turn to you for wisdom I need in any moment as a parent. What takes me by surprise does not take you by surprise. When things do not go as I've planned or anticipated, help me embrace the situation as an adventure. See it as my children see it. Allow it to teach me something new. Open my eyes to their world perspective. May I learn with them. For each stage of life, remind me of what it's like to be their age full of its unique struggles and growing pains. Draw me close to your heart and grant me the ability to learn into my own God-given strengths and parent them according to this stage of life. Lord God, you have given us minds to think and the creative power of imagination to grow as your children. May I not take these gifts for granted. Thank you for entrusting these precious children in my care. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Again, if anything has stirred your heart, your mind, or your soul, and you need somebody to talk to, we are here for you at St. Andrew. Whether you are a member here or you're just listening to the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out to me or to a member of my team. And we will come back next week as we talk more about parenting with perspective. Thanks so much. And thank you, Kay. What fun. Thank you for having me.